You are listening to Empower Me with Aerie. Hey everyone, this is Aerie and we're on here today to do something a little different. As some of you know, I started a blog in 2012. Um, you can definitely go check it out at aeriehomes.blogspot.com. That's E-R-I-H-O-L-M-E-S.blogspot.com. You can go ahead and check that out. I started that in 2012 and then I started blogging and um, at the beginning of this year. And what um, I believe was on my heart, what I believe God put on my heart was about whole health. You know, we have to be whole spirit, soul, and body. And so um, I have definitely purposed to focus on all three of those parts throughout the year. And today we're just going to engage in a conversation about relationships. Um, I know that we're going to engage a conversation about relationships with Lincoln. And I know that um, men and women, we do think differently, period. It's just a fact. And so I think uh, it's important to hear the male um, point of view when it comes to relationships. So many times you see a lot of females and stuff um, talking about, you know, good, you know, maybe men are good, men are not good, or just a lot of our viewpoints, but you rarely hear a lot of men talking about this stuff. So to jump this off, Lincoln, um, when it comes to relationships, uh, like what is a what is just like a, a definition of relationship? Just something brief that you think of. I mean, obviously, uh, to me, when I think about a relationship, I think about a friendship initially, okay. making it organic, not something that's fabricated or like you're just trying to focus on having a desired outcome, mm-hmm. but really being organic and being yourself, okay. revealing yourself to the person. And allowing them to reveal themselves to you as well. Okay, that's cool. And so, do you think, um, I like how you said a friendship. You know, it starts out as a friendship. Do you think a lot of people fail at that when they think of relationships? Yeah, I think they do because uh, some people, in my opinion, rather than... try to be friends, they allow themselves to get caught up in their minds about where they want this to go, mm-hmm. as opposed to allowing it, like I said, to happen organically and naturally. Okay. So in that sense, you're kind of forcing something to happen that's not happening naturally, then could send you in a different direction than you would desire to have, like an outcome that you desire to have. Yeah. Uh, most people look at uh, the physical to start. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, is, is not the place to start. Okay. As far as being intimate, like immediately. Okay. So if you're saying, with you saying that, what I'm kind of hearing is there are certain boundaries, you know, when it comes to friendships and stuff like that. Um, what what exactly would be a boundary? You know, if you're saying that you believe as a man that you should start out um, as friends with somebody, what are boundaries as friends? What do you think are healthy boundaries as a man? Like, what do you think? Well, before I get into that, let me preface by saying this. This is now my view. Before, maybe a few years ago, mm-hmm. it would be different. Like, my view would be like, hey, let's just get started or whatever. Okay. But now, to me, uh, in order to have it work and really give it a chance to prosper, mm-hmm. I think the boundaries that need to be set is understanding that we're getting to know each other as friends, set the expectation of we're not expecting anything or desired outcome, but really just two people, mm-hmm. whether we're out together, eating, having dinner, having a drink, okay. going out to see a movie, just being able to just be yourself around the person. And also maybe even having like a second party involved. Like okay. 
another couple maybe of friends okay. to not create that atmosphere of like we have to be intimate or close mm -hmm. to each other but to be more as friends in a more friendly docile environment okay that's good and so um so with that said do you think on a friendship level that it's okay to initially start coming to the female's house, you know, do you think that that's okay to do that? No, I think that's a, a disaster for the house. A disaster. A disaster. Okay, okay. Right. Yeah, definitely, I hear you. Um, and then, so, when it comes to, like, communication in relationships, how important, I mean, I know it's vital, but um, how important do you think that is for the relationship and and how soon do you think that two people should um, have a, a pretty much like it laid out as to what it is? You know what I mean? I mean, do you think it's from, hey, my name is, you know, hey, my name is Deshina, and hey, I'm Lincoln. Well, this is what I want. From that point, when you first meet somebody, or? No, nah, and every situation is different. Okay. So you have to first analyze the person you're with. Mm -hmm. And kind of get a feel for them, and then in my, from my personal experience, okay, seeing what's the next step or how you approach expressing your desire, what you're looking for, okay. And keep in mind, it's not just about you, but it's also about the other person. So mm -hmm. that communication piece is very important. Communication mm -hmm. is is key, right? Obviously, without proper communication, and I use the word proper because you can have communication, but it may not be effective communication. Okay. So having you know that proper communication and setting even an expectation in a sense, mm -hmm. like saying you know, hey, you know, letting the person know, I'd like to get to know you. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not necessarily saying we're going to end up together, mm -hmm. but at the same time, I'm open to seeing where this will mm -hmm. take us. Okay. And and that right there, um, that like sparks something you said that. So, do you think that it's Fair. So, okay, so let's give a little scenario. If, you know, two people, you know, they meet each other and whatnot, and they start spending more time together, mm -hmm. and initially both parties, um, you know, were into each other, like, okay, yeah, I can dig him, and she thinking, you know, I, you know, she think I can dig him, he thinking I can dig her, and then as time goes on, um, it seems that one party starts liking the other more, but you don't change anything as far as you're constantly hanging out. You're constantly on the phone. Do you think that's right? Like, do you think that's fair? Um, you know, do you think that's fair? No, not necessarily. And once again, it comes back to the communication piece. If you're being upfront and being honest with what you're feeling and what you're looking to achieve in the relationship or from this union or friendship, then I think that kind of sets the expectation. But relationships are fun. I mean, from my experience, mm. Uh, with with a, you know with females even and not just girls don't get me wrong I'm not just saying all girls but even with guys this may happen as well but with females you say hey you know uh, let's start as you know as being friends mm -hmm. or or she might even say hey I'm not looking for nothing serious and like okay cool I'm not looking for anything serious either okay. but as time progresses it's just natural one person may you know begin begin to feel more. I guess have a stronger feeling or desire for the other person while it may or may not be reciprocated. Okay. And that's tough because now you have one person who after six months is like, I really like this person, I want to move forward. The other person is like, hey, you know what, I want, I want to bail. Mm. And now it 
you just have this this situation where you hate this person because right. of, it's just a mess. It can be a mess. But I think once again, if you're uh, being honest for one, because mm-hmm. you can set an expe- expectation, but the person not be honest about how they really feel or what they're looking for. If that's not happening, then you already failed. Okay. Because if you're saying, "Hey, I want to be," you know, more uh, serious. I'm looking, I'm looking to, to find a wife or a husband, mm-hmm. whatever the case might be. Mm-hmm. And the other person is saying, well, yeah, I'm open to that too, but really inside, that's not right. what they're feeling. Then right. It's not going to work. Right, right. Um, and so, that's just like, I want to spin off on a couple different things with, uh, with what you just said. So, I'll spin off this way. Um, so, if you, if there are you know, okay, two people say, for instance, y'all like each other, you guys are on the same page. Um, it, what do you think about being intimate before marriage? And then what do you think, and when I say intimate, um, because intimate can mean it can go deep. Like, what do you think about um, having sex before marriage? And, yeah, what do you think about that? And And if you are having sex before marriage, what do you think about moving in? together before marriage do you do you believe in that or once again at this point in, in life where i am right now i'd say no if you asked me this a few years ago I, my answer would be different i'd probably say yes nothing's wrong with that but mm-hmm. from experience once again i think intimacy you know sex specifically changes things mm-hmm. especially if it, if it happens too soon mm-hmm. it changes the, the uh, dynamic of the relationship because okay. then it, it accelerates what you're feeling, which may be infatuation, maybe love, or just just confusion, mm. and brings it in, in, a, in a, at, a, at a greater level. Okay. So no, I don't think having sex before marriage is, is really the best thing, until you understand if this person is for you, and the only way to do that is to start out as friends, mm-hmm. uh, spend a little more time together. Once again, like I said, in a controlled environment where you have other people around you, and do that a few times, and then after a few months of getting to really know each other and spending time with each other, mm-hmm. that gives you that should give you a better idea of okay, you've seen most of the good and the bad. So you're not gonna see everything in the first six months because that's when you re- after the first six months is when you really start to get to know the person. Mm. In my okay. With that said, with with the timing of things, um, how soon do you think a man knows when he meets? A, a woman like this person like this person is for me or wow like I can see this person being my being my wife or see a future how long does that take does it take oh we have to go out on 50 dates for you to figure that out or as a man can you naturally sense that when you meet somebody like there's something different and I know like what is a what is like what explain yeah uh once again, I said, like I said before, every situation is different. I mean, with I you. Make, yeah, with me specifically, I can say every situation is different. I met girls before where initially meeting them, I was like, I can see maybe us being together. That's even before I, we even had a conversation mm-hmm. or been with each other for you know a few uh, days or even a month or so. Mm-hmm. But once again, it just comes down to once you get to know this person, if, what you saw initially, which is the initial attraction is, of course, you know, the look mm. of the person. Mm. But when you get to know the person and get to talk to them and see that there are certain things that you may not agree with with, mm. you know, 
whether it's uh, philosophy-wise. Philosophy From your perspective, um, as a man, like, when a man first, you know, meet a woman, do you, I mean, do you guys know right away, like, okay, yeah, like, this is somebody, you know, I could see myself with, or does it take, you know, 50 dates before you could say, okay, like, you know, tell me a little bit about that, and then um, tell me why. Well, initially for me, yeah, when I meet someone, I see someone that the, the immediate attraction comes from just the physical, like mm -hmm. looking at the person. Uh, I think that's just normal, but getting to know the person and really picking their brain and kind of see what they're, if you have common goals or what commonalities you have together, that helps the situation even there. Mm -hmm. But no, I don't think it takes 50 days. Sometimes uh, for me, in, in dating, mm -hmm. I've had situations where after the first night, I was like, yeah, this is going to work. Okay. And then there are situations where after like six months, I'm still trying to figure out where is this thing going. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> excuse me. So, so with that said, do you think men miss some really good women? Because you just you just stated that the physical, you look at the physical first and you could see, you know, like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I like that. I could, I could see myself with, do you think men miss some really good women because they stop at the physical or they start at the physical, you know, first? I think they, they may miss uh, a good woman if they just get stuck at the physical. I think that's where it starts for everybody. Mm. The initial look at the person. You don't know the person, so you're not going to know who they are until you talk to them. But what draws you to them, in my opinion, from my experiences, when you see the person, you find that attraction in that person. Mm -hmm. Getting to know the person, that allows, that enables you to see, okay, yeah, this is someone I could definitely be with. It doesn't stay at the physical, because if it does, then you're only attracted to that person based on what you're seeing physically. And okay. that's never a good uh, start or even a good recipe or foundation for a relationship. Okay, so just for instance, if a woman was a little heavier than what you would normally like, I'm saying, do you think some men, if that's not their cup of tea, like that they'll miss out on some good women because, you know, there are good women in all shapes, shapes, forms, and fashions. You right. see what I'm saying? Absolutely, I agree. But at the same time, from in my opinion, mm -hmm. if you're going to date someone, date someone that you... Are attracted to in, in, in okay. more ways than one. Not just the physical, of course. That's a part of it, but it mm -hmm. starts there. If you're if you're not the kind of person to normally go for someone who's like maybe heavy or maybe skinny or whatever the case might be, then initially you might not want to do that because then if in a relationship later on things take a turn where this person either gets bigger or smaller, whatever the case might be, mm -hmm. and you're like, okay, yeah. Right. I'm going to try to find something else. Mm -mm. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, so let's jump into something a little different still about relationships. When you're in a relationship and you are exclusive with the person, do you think it is okay to still be in contact with your exes? Uh, it's a dicey one, but no. I'll say no. i say let the past be the past. Mm -hmm. For me, I think being in a committed relationship and having a relationship, I mean, there's so many strain on the relationship itself. Don't add you know, external factors that will come in. 
cause problems in the relationship. If uh, it's a situation where you and this person are, are like really great friends and there's an understanding that, you know, I'm in a relationship now, it sets boundaries like you can't call me past a certain time of the night or whatever the case might be, then it's okay, especially if you, you communicate that with your significant other and make sure that they're okay with it. If they're not, then you may have to make a choice as to what direction you're going to go. Are you going to sacrifice your relationship to maintain a friendship with an ex? Or are you going to honor what your significant other is asking you to do or not to do in order for the relationship to work? Okay, and so speaking of that, um, so do you think that it's okay when you're in a relationship to hang around a lot of the opposite sex. So hang around a lot of females in your relationship with the, of course, the woman. Um, do you think it's okay for you to have a lot of female friends and to hang out with them individually and stuff like that? Like, what are your thoughts on that? No, I don't think that's that's a good idea either. Uh, one thing you can do is have your, your significant other come along with you. Mm -hmm. And uh, if she, of course, agrees to it, if she wants to do that, if not, then Thing that you honor and respect that. Okay. And always, my the thing that I do most is always try to put myself in that position, that person's position. Mm -hmm. How would I feel if this was being done to me? Right. Would I like this? And then that kind of gives me a better tool to gauge how to navigate in a situation like that. Okay. Okay. That's understandable. Okay. And so, um, with that said, how soon do you think? Mm -hmm. Or when do you think it's it's fine for um, when you're you know when you're dating somebody or in a relationship? When do you think it's fine to meet your family for them to meet your family? Do you think that's like a, a serious thing? Because honestly, some men think, "Hey, everybody can meet my family," and some men believe that it's this is intimate now. This is my family. So, what do you think about that? Yeah, for me, uh, I do things a little bit differently. So, no, I don't think it should be right off the bat you meet your family. I think. For me, I try to make sure I know where the relationship is going mm -hmm. and even at least have an idea of, of if this is a person I truly want to be with. Okay. Once that's established, mm -hmm. then I'll be like, okay, I can introduce you to my family. Okay. More so my mom. Like, also, if I'm dating someone, uh, you know, my sister, we could talk and say, hey, I'm talking to this girl, yeah. X, Y, Z, whatever. Mm -hmm. Or my brother, I'll tell him the same thing. And, but as far as, like, getting to the point where this person is coming around more mm -hmm. and being around your family mm -hmm. more, I have to be more, I guess, clear on where the relationship is. <laughs> okay. And so, uh, speaking of that, let's jump to the other point, other side of the coin. So, if it doesn't work out with this person that you're in a relationship with, um, is it is it okay to, or even if you weren't just in a relationship with them? Um, you were dating them, but they were still coming around the family. Do you think it's okay? Is, do you believe it's okay for them to still come and hang around your family without, like, without you knowing? I've never had that situation, but based based on the the dynamic of what that could bring, I don't think so. I don't think that would be a good idea. I mean, if you're not together with this person, mm -hmm. then why do that? I mean, what if you're hanging out with this person's family and then? This person comes along with someone else that they're dating, mm -hmm. and you all meet at an event or a family gathering mm -hmm. unexpectedly. Right. That's going to make for a very awkward situation. Okay. But I, I don't think so. I think uh, if things are going to work out, 
Mm -hmm. If you're able to move on as friends, fine. If not, especially if you're not friends anymore or you're right. not talking anymore, I don't think it's a wise idea. Okay, okay. That's that's very interesting. Um, definitely appreciate your insight on that. Um, and then also with that said, um, what do you think about vacations and stuff as far as like, do you think, so when I look at this, when I look at relationships, I look at uh, it as like you could date, date or court, and then you can get in a relationship. Between those, you know, dating and courting and then in a relationship, do you think it's okay to like take, you know, excursions, go to go on vacations and stuff? Or do you think that's set aside specifically for, you know, something more serious? Like, you know, money-wise and time-wise, how deep do you think? How big, um, how much do you think it's okay? Do you think it's okay to, you know, to go that far? I think it's, once again, for me, how I would approach it in that mm -hmm. situation is set it, understand, understand where we, we want the relationship to go and, and of course, having those boundaries established. Mm -hmm. If you're going to do excursion, I, I would strongly suggest doing it in a group setting once again. Okay. Uh, and definitely not being in the same room with each other. So is this at all levels? Is this that, because, you know, um, do you agree with me when I say um, dating and courting are the same thing and then being in a relationship is different? Do you look at those as different things or do you think they're the same? I think uh, I think it's, it's, it's a bit different. I mean, courting, you're, to me, I, I take that as you're getting to know the person. It's, you know, you want to be able to, have people around you at the same okay. time to be able to kind of keep okay. the boundaries okay. in place. Okay. When you take that step further and uh, you get to the point where, okay, now we understand what we're we're trying to achieve here. We're mm -hmm. on the same page as far as attaining that one goal. Okay. Eventually getting married. It's okay to, to hang out if you if you have that self-discipline. You, you know yourself. So if you don't have that self-discipline, mm -hmm. the key thing is you want to be held accountable. Okay. So have accountability partners or friends that will say, hey, you know, get you back on the right track. Like, okay, you're rearing off a little bit. Come back. <laughs> and so you think that that goes from the beginning all the way through? Exactly. Because okay. if you don't, then what you, what, you, what you may find is that we're human beings. Right. And we definitely have desires. Mm -hmm. And there could be just that one moment where we give into that desire, that temptation. Okay. And mind you at what whatever point in the relationship mm -hmm. it could could be devastating it could be maybe a, an okay thing if you could say that mm -hmm. but i just think that if you're, you you have a desire to wait until marriage mm -hmm. uh, before having sex or getting intimate then it's important to maintain that okay so you think so pretty much what you're saying is it's okay to go on excursions during the dating reporting process and the relationship being in a relationship that process as well as long as other people are around. Yeah, someone okay. to hold you accountable. I mean, you, okay. you, most people say they can trust themselves or they, mm -hmm. they're they're capable of being disciplined mm -hmm. in that aspect. But being in a in a in an intimate moment or a setting comes it can come on you so sudden yeah. that neither of you expected to be having a few drinks and before you know it, your guards are down and then Starting doing things that you're not supposed to be doing. <laughs> okay. Well, so I just I just think taking that necessary precaution is, is what's is what's key. Okay. And then um so 
we're getting to the end of this. I just wanted to um, to talk to you more about, from a male's perspective, how important do you think it is being um, healed before going into a relationship? And, and to um, couple that, how important do you think it is, like, if if the man didn't grow up with his dad, you know, he grew up in a single family home, like, do you think that he should go through some type of counseling or something or have some type of male mentor so that if there was something that happened to make his view on relationships, you know, um, negative, that he'll be healed enough to be in a relationship? What are your thoughts on that? No, I agree 100%. Uh, you know, for me, I grew up with my dad somewhat. Mm. I say that because we lived in the same house, but he was not really there. Okay. But uh, I think having that structure, that family structure, really mm. helps. For, for a man uh, growing up without his dad or having some, you know, fraction of the family, whether it's his mom out there, his dad out mm. there, it kind of creates that imbalance. And you may not be able to understand what it means to be in a relationship or to... I guess be able to be more affectionate towards mm. a woman or okay. want to be tender, or to love a woman or express mm. your feelings even. Okay. So a lot of things come into I'm not saying that everybody's that way, mm -hmm. but it definitely can affect how a man might interact with a woman or treat a woman okay. because of that missing piece. Mm. Okay. Um that's that's powerful. Very powerful. Um and so you believe in counseling and stuff like that, going to counseling solo if there are issues and stuff. What are your thoughts on that? Counseling, yeah. If, if counseling uh, is something that can help, then uh, I would suggest whatever it is a person may feel can help it. Whether it's just, whether it's like an official counseling or maybe even speaking with someone who's, who has success in their relationship. Mm. Like a couple that's been married for years, you know, seeking out someone trying to get an understanding of what are some of the things that help to be successful or what do I need to be to do in my relationship in order to achieve the success that you have. But yeah, counseling definitely is a start. You could definitely do that. Some counseling and uh, try to open up a bit and kind of identify what mm. what things might be there that could interrupt your relationship or affect your relationship. Okay. And speaking on the subject, um, you know, especially as a woman that, you know, I've, I've been through some things. You know, everybody's been through something, but I've been through some things that um, may have affected some relationships or, you know, some dating opportunities and stuff that I've had. Um, and so, because there was a lot of hurt and stuff there, what do you say, like, um, what do you say about that? Like, you coming into a relationship when it's not you that really need that healing, but it's the other part, party that needs that healing. Do you, you know, how would you approach, approach that situation if you're wanting to be in a relationship with that person that, you know, that for instance, if she tells you that she was sexually abused when she was younger. So, you know, she may take things a different way, you know, a certain way. And what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. Uh, first you uh, would have to approach that with understanding mm -hmm. and compassion and try to get a feel from where this person is coming from stuff that they've been through. Mm. But in order for a relationship to really be successful, especially dealing with someone or a woman who's been through any type of, you know, abuse or mm. 
I think it's it's wise for 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 that person to heal. Mm. And once again, counseling piece comes back to mind. You know, going to counseling, trying to get some type of uh, clarity, or just try to let it out and express how you really feel. Okay. Once you, you you heal, then it helps the relationship. Because if you go into a relationship broken, mm. they have a saying that hurt people hurt people. Mm. So if you're not healed okay. and you go into go into a situation trying to have a relationship with those things that, that happened to you from the past and it's it's constant in the in the in the forefront of your mind, mm. it would definitely affect the relationship. Okay. And it, it's dead before you even started. Wow. Okay. Okay, well, you know, those are some really good, um, definitely good perspectives and, and things like that that you said when it comes to relationships and all of that. Um, do you have anything that you'd like to share? Just, you know, that you'd like to share regarding the subject coming from a male's point of view? Or is there anything that you would like to tell the men out there, encourage them in any shape, form, or fashion? Well, for me, uh, I'll say being patient is key mm. uh, don't rush into trying to get into a relationship either because your friends are in a relationship or you see other people having this what seems so beautiful on the outside you don't know what's mm. going on behind closed doors wow the key thing is that for me working on yourself and getting yourself right and for me personally as a man of god getting yourself right with god first and foremost knowing who you are in god and christ mm. and then being able to know what it is to, to be in a relationship. Uh, you have a lot of guys. Uh, Jay-Z has this line, too many brothers want to be lovers, but they don't know what romance is. Wow. Uh, understanding what it yeah. takes to really please and love a woman and how to treat a woman. So all these things come into, into play before you step out saying you want to have a relationship or you want to be committed to someone when you don't really understand yourself and who you are. That's key and also being able to be open and to understand that you're going to have issues, but how you work through it is going to be key as well to help the relationship thrive. Wow. Well, that was powerful. That was definitely powerful for you men having Lincoln speak to you directly. Um, I hope that the message that he just conveyed, just spoke to you was very encouraging and that you can um, become better just from li listening to the conversation, this, um, the discussion that we've had. Um other than that, Lincoln, a last question. Are you single out there for any ladies that may be looking? Yes, I am single. Okay, he's single, ladies. So, you know, Lincoln, you want to shout out? Do you have any social media pages or anything like that? Or are you, you just, you just low-key? Yeah, I'm not really. I have a Facebook and Instagram, but okay. I'm not really a big social media guy. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm kind of more old school. Like, uh, I figure I'll probably just... Uh, Meet someone at the grocery store. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All right. Well, you heard it first. You know, you heard it first on here. But um, I like to thank you for just you know sitting down and having this discussion with me. And maybe we can have some type of continuation about other conversations in the in the future. Hope that you all enjoy this discussion. Um, I definitely will be coming with more things and more subjects. Um, if you guys, if this encourage you in any shape, form, or fashion, definitely like the video, share it with anybody that you think would be, um, benefit from it. Don't forget to follow my blog. Again, that's airyhomes.blogspot.com. And then the YouTube channel, which is airy, E-R-I, and then homes. Check me out. 
I will be doing videos and, um, you know, poetry and stuff from time to time. And you guys also remember to, I do have a book out, The Loud Secret. You guys can get this on Amazon at any time. Get it on Amazon. It will definitely um, bless you. It definitely speaks about my testimony and um, how I want to help other people heal. And then lastly, I do have merchandise. <laughs> uh, merchandise, um, the testimony shirts. If you are interested in getting a testimony shirt, drop me a message. You can um, reach out to me, leave a comment, drop a message, um, or my. you can send an email. You can send it to info, I-N-F-O dot I-B-T-M at gmail.com. Info. Empower me with Aerie.